I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. I need a dance party, Ashley. Guys, welcome. Hey. 90 Day Fiance News Weekly. I'm one of your hosts, Linda Emtwee, and joined by the wonderful, lovely Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Hey. Hey, Linda. Hey, everyone. Another, Our 90-day family. Another week. Another week full of just juiciness. Juiciness all over. Uh, guys, our live chat is down. Uh, but definitely make sure that you're commenting, you're subscribing, and all of that stuff so that we can talk about all the things we're going to talk about. So let's just jump into it. Okay. Uh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey's making the rounds. So... Uh, according to Jeffrey, he's blaming the fans for him not being part of the tell-all reunion special. And according to him, TLC, quote-unquote, bowed down to the pressure of a few thousand people instead of the millions of people who watched the show. Uh, he also said that the network uh, also didn't want to get involved in any of his legal issues, which we talked about in previous 90 Day News. And so they decided to keep him out of the reunion altogether. But Jeffrey's come up with his own solution. He posted a video to his Instagram saying that he is going to do his own tell-all. So let's take a look at that. I am ready to break my silence. I am ready to get the truth out there. I'm tired hearing all this backlash from people, hearing all the negativity, seeing all the negativity, all over nonsense. So guys, I'm gonna dish it out. It's coming. I went to jail because I was in the drug trade. I was a drug dealer. Did you rape your ex-wives? You know, we, we argued. We didn't get along a lot. Of course I was there when she gave birth. You can't build a lie upon a lie upon a lie and expect it to eventually become a truth. And that's what they kept on doing. She texted me and said, call 911, your son's on the way to the hospital. June of 2019 is when everything turned. Hey guys, it's Jeff. So guys, what do you think, Ashley, about... Jeffrey doing his own tell-all. Will you be tuning in? You know what? I'm interested to hear Jeffrey speak his truth. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out and see what he has to say. All right, what about you? How do you feel about it? I mean, I'm going to watch because I need to know what nonsense he's talking about. So, <laughs> guys, definitely let us know in the comments whether you will be watching Jeffrey's infamous tell-all. I have a feeling he's going to drop it when the other tell-all drops as well. like the, For sure. Like, yeah, because I was kind of watching, like, when is this going to drop? But, you know, I like you said, he'll probably do it when when the other tell-all. Absolutely. Um, hopefully he has some sponsors backing him and he can make a little bag off of it. Come on. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, you got some Jeffrey news as well. Yeah, you guys. So Jeffrey was on the Dominic Nadi show. Um, and he shared some of his thoughts regarding the criminal charges that Linda just, uh, spoke about briefly. And he shared his thoughts about Varya showing up to his house unannounced. Um, but let's unpack the criminal charges first. So Jeffrey believes that he's going to be exonerated from all the charges. He believes that these charges are actually an attempt from his ex-wife, Brittany, who's trying to regain custody of his son. Um, she lost custody of him back in 2017 uh, when she took their son to Canada without permission. So at this point, she's only seeing him once one week out of the month. So she wants to try to, you know, get more of a 50-50, probably maybe 90-10 uh, custody arrangement. But let's check out this video where Jeffrey kind of explains uh, his position when it comes to the criminal charges. You saw my shit eating grin on. I was like, I didn't know what to do. I, I, I mean, I, it felt like my heart went down to my toes. Um, but it was it was completely in that moment. And, and Mary was still at my house from the night before. So... <laughs> Oh, okay, so you guys, you guys consummated the relationship. Not I didn't think about consummation. You know, we hung out that night. 
Uh, she, she, she came over, she drank a little bit, so I didn't let her drive kind of thing. And, uh, you know, we hung out. Sitting there, her knock at the door, I had no idea. Cause... And so the doorbell rang, and I, I assumed it was production because they were going to come over and film some B-roll, you know, film me doing whatever. Uh, they had no, the thing about it is, they had no idea Mary was there. They had zero idea themselves. So there was no communication in that because they, they were tending to Varia, you know, bringing Varia out and filming Varia. And they told me, hey, we're going to be there in 30 minutes, open the gate, you know, tie up the dog, whatever, which I did all that. Went back in the house, hung out, talked a little bit. Heard the deal, doorbell ring. Uh, I answered the door and lo, my, my door th- panel is translucent. So you, you can't really see through it. You can see through it, but you can't see oh. what's on the other side, basically. Right. So I answered the door thinking it was production. Oh, okay. And it was Varia. With so that was, you guys, that was the Varia clip. Um, he was actually just explaining the pop-up situation. He wanted to make it clear that this was not a setup. This was not something that production had pre-planned. Production actually, as he explained, didn't even know that Mary was at the house. So he was under the impression that production was just coming to basically just do some b-roll and do some last minute production stuff and um varia popped up on him (laughs) so (laughs) but we're gonna check out okay we're gonna check out the video now regarding his criminal charges we're gonna beat these charges i don't feel like i'm going to i know i'm going to you're going to i know the truth like and that's you know you got all these people putting all this this press and this negativity and whatever else out there. I know I know what happened. You know, I was there and I'm ready to face it. I, and every time uh, my court day gets put off, you know, specific, specifically due to the pandemic, I'm, uh, you know, I'm pushing it, trying to get the quickest court date that I can and get this stuff over with. That's you, right? Yeah. No, it's okay. Um, so I'm trying my best to push off or get this court date over with as fast as possible because I have everything I, I need to exonerate me. Um, and it's, this is all just a ploy. This is all just a, um, an agenda to try to make me lose custody of my child. And then your attorney feels confident too and, and everything. Oh, absolutely. They, yeah. I got, I, when I first got arrested in June, it was for domestic assault, which is bad in itself, but it's a misdemeanor. They offered for me to plead guilty. They tried to drop the charges, but the, um, the victim didn't want to drop it. Uh, so she pressed forward, and uh, they offered me no punishment whatsoever just to have it on my record. I said, no, absolutely not. And they said, if you don't take it, we're going to take you to the grand jury. We'll try to uh, trump up the charges. We'll try to get you kidnapped, and we'll try to get you. I was like, you do whatever the hell you want to do. I am not accepting anything other than a full exoneration. So that's what they did. What about the tell-all? Like, is there a tell-all coming? Were you not? Involved? All right, you guys. So it'll be interesting to see what comes about after he actually gets an in-person court date. I'm interested to see how this is all going to play out. Do you think he's going to be exonerated or you think he's actually going to have to uh, pay for what he did? Linda, what do you think? I mean, we're hearing his side of the story, but... Uh, I read somewhere online that they had offered him a plea deal and he decided that he wasn't going to take it. And so right. those, domestic, those domestic abuse charges uh, were up to kidnapping charges, which is, you know, from a misdemeanor to a felony. So that's a big gamble. So he must believe in his innocence. So we'll he see. He does. We we'll will see. What see. What's going on with uh, Sinjin and Tanya? Well, guys, uh, TLC is slowly leaking some of the couples, and we'll talk about that towards the end of our show. Um, But one of the couples that's going to be on Happily Ever After are fan favorites, Sinjin and Tanya. And I say fan favorites because they bring up a lot of emotions for the fans. And uh, in a clip, it looks like Sinjin is turning to booze to deal with his wife, Tanya. Uh, as we know, they got married in the past season. So this, we're going to find out how happily ever after they're living. But in the teaser clip, uh, there's trouble in paradise already. Tanya's mom scolds them because both of them don't have jobs. And it looks like money is really tight for the pair of them. And then it also looks like... Uh, <laughs> Sinjin has taken to day drinking and he feels like drinking a beer at 10 a.m. is not a big deal and it's kind of rubbing Tanya the wrong way. 
so they kind of have a little bit of beef about that. And uh, so we're gonna have we're already in for a, a crazy season, guys, of happily ever after. What do you think, Ashley? Do you think they're just hammering it up for the cameras, or do you think that this is something that's uh, a little bit of a crack in the relationship? Linda, let me tell you, I was confused when I saw that clip for the show because I was like, okay, they started it with the she shed, right? And then it looks like they upgraded to like an actual home. And then it went to them not having a job. So I was confused, like how, and the house looked nice, right? Yeah. I was like, how, who's paying for this? And why (laughs) is mom so upset? So I will be watching. Yeah, Um, for sure. I'm interested to see what is going on between the two. And poor Sinjin, I can understand why he's drinking at 10 a.m., having a beer at 10 (laughs) a.m. You know how Tanya is. (laughs) So let's just be thankful that it's just a beer and not tequila. Because... Which is what he's saying. He says, at least it's not hard alcohol. It's just a beer. Facts. I agree with Sinjin 100% because that girl is a handful. So we'll see, guys. I think we are in for a ride, for a ride on Happily Ever After. Yeah. Uh, not so Happily Ever After. Let's talk a little bit about baby girl Lisa. She stays in the news. Listen, baby girl Lisa finally apologized, you guys, for calling Usman the N-word. Um So on Tuesday, she went on IG Live. She addressed the accusations that she called, not even accusations, it's facts at this point, that she called Usman the N-word. And uh, this is what she had to say. Let's let's play the clip. Let's let's cue the clip up and and, uh, hear what she's got to say about it. Oh, okay. Well, I'll I'll talk about it. Um, Let's do the photos. Yeah. So she said, this is, this is very interesting what she said, you guys, this is a quote from Lisa. It is said, if you sin and you apologize and you pray for forgiveness, it is forgiven. So my husband and I, it is, it is a private matter between he and I, because they are not going to drop it in that sad because the world needs to be united. We are human beings. She also said that she's been most hurt by the ugly messages that she received by her Muslim brothers and sisters. It bothers, she said, it bothers me that there are so many hateful people in this world. We have people dying every day. I made a mistake by saying the N word. I apologize several times, but you still want to come at me. This is something between my husband and I, but I'm here to take your abuse. I'm a wife and I'm a mother. And I won't say anymore because I love my husband and he loves me and the world just doesn't seem to, does not want to accept that. I just personally, you have the video? Okay. You guys check out this video. Because my husband does use the word with his friends. Um, so I apologize for saying it, but my apology is not deep enough for these people because they're showing pure ignorance. If a woman apologizes or a man apologizes, you must learn to accept it because God learns and God accepts our, our sins because my husband does use the word with his friends. Um, so I apologize for saying it, but my apology is not deep enough for these people because they're showing pure ignorance. If a woman apologizes or a man apologies. No, not yet. Um, but I, I do think it's interesting that all of a sudden Lisa cares about unity and love and and kindness and all of these wonderful things, but she doesn't exhibit that and she doesn't display that and she doesn't share that with other people. And I think it's crazy that she thinks that just because Usman, and she kind of alluded to this in the video, that Usman and his friends call each other the N-word that she thinks it's okay. It's not okay. He's a black man. He can do that if he wants to. Linda, what what are your thoughts? I know you had some Lisa tea. What are you? How are you feeling about everything? I think she's awful. I think she's a terrible individual. At least how she portrays herself um, 
in the media and online. I think that I'm of the belief that no one should use that word. I don't care who you are. I don't care what skin color you are. I think that it's a derogatory word. I think that uh, Lisa was absolutely in the wrong and she should never have ever said that. And she can apologize till she's blue in the face and that's fine, but learn from your mistakes. And instead of having such an ugly attitude towards everyone, change your attitude. Um, and maybe people will be more forgiving uh, of you and learn from that experience. So I'm, I'm still, I'm just not team Lisa at all. I think that she's not nice online and she bullies people and she says, you know, racist things. And, and her apology didn't really even sound like an apology to me. It didn't sound like an apology to me either. And did you have a video that you wanted to? Yeah, so let's uh, go ahead and get that Lisa video playing where she apologizes. And uh, you guys let me know if you feel that was like a 1,000% apology. And to the ones who keep saying I'm racist, look, I used the wrong word. I apologize. It was on my post. But you guys just want to raw dog it to no end. So you go right ahead because now the truth will come out. Mm. Sorry, when the truth comes out, don't come to me and apologize because guess what? <laughs> uh, yeah. And to the ones who keep saying. So I don't know, Ashley, what did you think? Did you think that was enough of an apology from her? No, I just think that that's, I, like I said before, I think she's making an excuse. She's saying because she heard Usman's friends, you know, using it. And she's just, it doesn't seem sincere to me. I just yeah. think that's a, that's a cop out. That's no excuse for you to use the word, you know, you, you not being black or African-American, you really should not use the word period. If a black person chooses to use the word then they choose to use the word, but you don't need to, to do that. That's not your, that's not you. You didn't go through what they may have gone through. I'm talking about Usman and his friends. Um, to even have the right to use it. So don't, don't do that. It's just, that's not your place, Lisa. I'm, Period. I'm, I'm just not into it at all. <laughs> at all. Uh, Usman did take to his Instagram to also apologize, which I find interesting. So I'll go ahead and read that for you. It says, hello, everyone. My name is Usman, aka Soldier Boy from 90 Day Fiance. I got a lot of DMs from my fans and friends getting so much worry about the name I was called from Lisa, the N-word. First of all, I want to say sorry to all African-Americans, Black Americans, and to all my fans that feel bad and disgrace about that. And I'm sorry, and I promise you things are going to get better. Stay safe and just know that Soldier Boy, I love you so much and I appreciate you with the praying signs, praying emojis. Now, uh, what do you think of that? Do you think that Usman should have had to apologize for Lisa's behavior? No, but at that point she hadn't owned, owned up to it or apologized. So somebody needed to say something. Sadly, he had to step up and say something and maybe that put some fire under her for, to, to actually, you know, apologize um, or attempt to apologize. <laughs> I mean, I don't think apologizing is hard. Hey guys, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That's it. But I don't feel I heard that. So correct me if I'm wrong. Um, also, too, baby girl Lisa went to her Instagram and posted a photo of Usman. And he's, like, doing the aloha signs. Mm -hmm. And in her comment, she writes, stay strong, my husband. Allah will protect our marriage from demons. Oh, you're the demon, Lisa. You are the demon. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. I was like, you know what? Calm down, Lisa. Calm all the way down. <laughs> and then, because, you know, she stays on Instagram. She went after uh, Steve Harvey and a bunch of other people. Actually, sorry, this was on uh, Twitter. And yes. she, I was like, are you trying to take on Steve Harvey? Because you will not go far. She writes on Twitter, hate on baby, and her grammar is just, bear with me. Horrible, it's not, yeah. It's not that I can't read it, but I can't read it the way it's written. So, hate on baby, you just think you know. Well, let me drop this to you. We are married, and you believe everything. 
So I'll say this, I'll probably now apply for another show since my husband and I are the hottest couple globally. So thank you for all of your support. And she added like a bunch of people, including Steve Harvey. Listen, Lisa, don't be in the streets taking on too much because you will get dragged. These celebrities are not playing, in my opinion. What do you think, actually? Yeah, I think she just needs to calm down. Steve Harvey is... She, she has a problem when people have an opinion and if it's not a favorable opinion of her and she doesn't always reflect herself in a, in a favorable way. So if it's not a favorable opinion of her, then she wants to drag them or attempt to drag them. So I just think that's why you kind of got to take the good with the bad and understand the platform that you have and hopefully use it for good. Um, maybe this humbling experience of her having to apologize will turn the table or turn turn the page for her and she'll girl stop it listen i'm just trying to find the silver lining we know (laughs) that's not gonna happen (laughs) but a girl can hope and wish and pray (laughs) yeah let's go with that let's go with that uh let's move on to nicole so guys Fans are not happy with Nicole right now. She's, we already know that she's in Morocco with Azan and she can't leave due to COVID-19 and the travel bans uh, all over the world. Uh, but we also know that her daughter May is still in the United States. And so people have a lot to say about that. Like they feel like she's picking Azan over her own child. Um, so we know that when... <laughs> She left. She was able to leave because it was in the beginning of the year and it was around like March 11th and Morocco suspended international travel on March 15th, 15th, which meant she was stuck there and she's still stuck there. And we just found out that they're extending orders uh, for the stay at home in Morocco till June 10th. So that means she's at least going to be there till June 10th. So we have March, April, May, June, four months away from her baby, May. What do you guys think about that? Because most fans are like, what, what, what are you doing? And uh, she recently posted to her Instagram stories what she's been doing in Morocco. And she says, this is my quarantine life until I get back to the States. Any simmers out there? Yes or no? And so she's uh, in the streets playing Sims. What do you think of that, Ashley? She needs to grow up and go back home. To, well, she can't go back home right now, but I just, I think the good thing is that her daughter's still very young. So she has some time to turn this around and get her mind right and get her head on straight and go and raise her child. But I also think that this is an ongoing trend that we see with these couples, Um, not even couples, but with the mothers and sometimes the fathers on 90 Day Fiance, they always put the spouse ahead of the the children. Mm. And I just just see this ongoing toxic cycle um, and pattern of that happening uh, with some of the parents on 90 Day Fiance. So hopefully it stops. And hopefully Nicole in particular gets it together because her child is still young and um, she's young enough to not remember this and not hate her mom if she gets it together. I mean, Nicole needs to to just get her act together, period, and realize that this relationship, if you can call it that, uh, needs to be done for real for real <laughs> um also staying in the news is uh nicole's dad tyler so mm-hmm. tyler was arrested again guys uh this time he was arrested for stealing corona beer and uh i don't know like i'm starting to think is there a substance abuse issue like what's going on with him because if we think back to when he was part of the TLC 90 day and Nicole season, he just seemed like he was the person of reason. So like mm-hmm. what, what happened? I'm so curious to know what happened that you are staying in the criminal justice system. And mm-hmm. cause clearly you're not making a good criminal. If you keep getting charged and picked up and caught, maybe do something different. What do you think? Yeah. And I agree with you. And the thing about it is it's like petty crime. So 
like you said, it, this is like, these are telltale signs that there is a substance abuse problem, mm -hmm. unless he's just a kleptomaniac. Maybe. Um, so I, I'm not sure. Hopefully he gets it together. Obviously there's some, you know, there's some issues going on. So who knows, but why are these still Corona beer? <laughs> Girl, who knows? Maybe it's his favorite. I don't know. Maybe he's feeling like a little... I don't know, guys. What do you think? Let us know in the comments below why you think he stays stealing. Because uh, you think like, it's like something of value. That's my, that's my only thing. That's why I kind of think that he's a kleptomaniac. Maybe he just steals just for the rush of stealing. Well, because I, mean, I feel like I feel like an addict would steal something a little bit more valuable that they could sell on the street for you know, enough money to buy drugs. Well, or, or the, or the, if we're talking substance abuse, alcohol could be that, right? Maybe he has a, a alcohol issue and that's why he stole the alcohol because he wants to drink. Like that could be a possibility as well, right? That's true. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to Laura. You got some Laura news. Yeah, you guys. So Laura's got a new boo, a new bae. Um, now that she and Aladdin are no longer together. Um, so as we know, we've reported this, Linda has reported this as well, that she moved to Ecuador um, some time ago, about six months ago. And she's actually been stuck there because of coronavirus, the travel ban. And in the meantime, she's had a lot of time on her hands and she found love. Uh, she met her new bae online. His name is Tony. He lives in California and he's actually in dental school and she is describing him as very good to look at, but she's also worried that um, he's too good to be true. Uh, now, Laura asked Tony during a FaceTime conversation that they had, it was actually being filmed on, um, on the self-quarantine, the 90 day self-quarantine show. She asked him why he was interested in dating someone who's older, which was, as you guys remember, the same question that everybody had for Aladdin. So he had a good response, you guys. He said, I don't understand why this is even a question. I love talking to you. I love your mind. It's just a special connection, my love muffin. <laughs> so what do you guys think? Do you guys think Tony is the real deal? As Laura found love, Linda, what are your thoughts? <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so um, I'll, I'll say this. Good luck to them. Good luck to them. I do want to say, though, I do want to say that the, this is not, I'm wondering if it's because the quarantine special came out, because this is not new news. We reported about this last year that they were in a relationship and maybe it didn't take last year yeah. and so they're trying it again now that the quarantine edition is out um i mean it goes with my my thoughts that you guys know that i say over and over again can you be in a relationship with someone you've never met in real life is that a real relationship because i personally am of the belief that it's not you're not in a relationship, just like David. I mean, he met Lana now, but those seven years, you were having an online friendship, an online, it's not a relationship. That's, that's all I know. Connection. I mean, connection. connection. Mm -hmm. But, I mean. I, you know what it is? I think that it depends on how you personally define a relationship. Everyone's definition or expectation in a relationship is different so maybe to David he was in a relationship maybe to Laura she she's in a relationship you know so it just kind of depends on your definition of a relationship and your expectations yeah let's go with that <laughs> okay let's go with that I like that answer it makes us feel saner when we're trying to ration Right. The nonsense. Yeah. It's nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's move on to Darcy. I just have a quick story about Darcy because I just think that she is just living her best life. Okay. Uh, she posted a photo to Instagram uh, promoting her House of Eleven clothing line. 
And in the photo, I don't know about you, Ashley, but she is giving me Nicole Richie vibes, mm-hmm. 100%. And so people like to drag Darcy about Photoshop and editing that, that happens here. And, you know, we've caught her in a couple of non-truthful photos. Okay. Uh, so people are saying that may, perhaps this is one of those non-truthful photos. Uh, but I, I still think it's fire. I think it's a great a great picture and, and it caught my eye. What mm-hmm. do you think? You know what? I think it's okay. If Darcy wants to edit the hell out of her photos, let her. Like we know that <laughs> we know that Darcy has like a self-image situation going on and she's constantly trying to make herself look better in her eyes. So that's her own battle that she has to fight. I don't think it's harming anybody. Let Darcy live her life. If she wants to feel fabulous and edit and nip and tuck and do everything else that she could possibly think of to herself, then by all means, do it, Darcy. I agree with you 100%. Live your best life, Darcy. Whatever makes you feel great. Um, Moving on to some Yolanda news. Yeah. um, Speaking of living your best life and being grateful... Um, I don't know how many of you guys actually got a chance to see the tell-all leak, but uh, Yolanda actually revealed in the leak that she was hospitalized in December with a case of COVID-19. She was actually in a coma for a month and on a ventilator uh, for three weeks. She said that she contracted the flu and it went away, but it came back a few days later and it got a lot stronger. And she said it knocked her into a coma. And then it turned into full-fledged pneumonia. Um, So she says she was in the hospital a total of six weeks, and she was in a coma for a month and on the the ventilator. And Sean did ask her if during that time they tested her for the coronavirus. And she said no, because it was early in December, and it was before the coronavirus was prevalent in the U.S. So it was before they started testing. It was before all of that. Um, So her doctors didn't test for it and probably didn't think to test for it um but now in hindsight her doctors are telling her that that is what they believe that she had during that time and she also gives credit to her children for helping her and being there with her by her side uh during that trying time so I'm just wondering if like with her I'm first of all I'm thankful and grateful that she's healthy and that she's okay now but I'm just wondering if any of this has changed her perspective on like wasting her time with this Williams situation, you know, cause that's kind of like a life changing life altering um, moment to go through. So you, it makes you wonder, you know, how your perspective change after that. What do you think? Linda? I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, first of all, thank God she recovered and uh, she had her family around her to support her. So yeah. uh, that's really good news. Yolanda. Um, yeah, hopefully that was, I mean, obviously it is life-changing. Um, I hope it does put things in perspective for her moving forward. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. We'll see. We'll see. All right, guys. Someone who also needs a little bit of perspective is David. So David recently posted to his Instagram uh, a photo of him and Lana and he his caption is my first photo with Lana and my thoughts are this it's going to be your first and only photo facts facts go ahead and bask in the moment David bask in the moment um so he's also taken to Instagram to defend his relationship so uh a fan puts out there that his 90 day fiance was nonsense and it made you look like a fool. I would think twice about an offer like this. How terribly embarrassing and humiliating for you. Images, everything, thumbs down. And he responds, I absolutely know this. I don't know they were going to go in that direction with the final cut. They also had no- uh, nothing to do with Lana. 
They had no contact with her. They had no idea she was going to show up. The second trip was made with one person instead of the normal 12. This person was super shocked that she showed up while I still had 100% confidence. I also had 100% confidence on the first trip. But I and the studio knew the reason why she was a no-show. Um, and then he go, they go on to say, uh, she's ready for that life insurance. What's even worse is that she believes it all. A guy can love this his girl to death, but she cheats on her with other girls, et cetera, et cetera. David goes on and says, who says I wasted any years? I know her for seven years, 2.5 of those years. We did not even speak. We were only serious in the last two. Um, and then he goes on, like he just stays really defending this relationship, which I just think is irrational. Um, I wanted to read one more. He says, in response to someone saying like, what, what's going on? He says, I'm sure the real truth will come out someday, but the conspiracy theories out there now will never go away. I am sure. Unless I go under a lie detector machine and, and even then I believe haters will not believe. So right. he's staying to the bitter end and sticking <laughs> to a story that uh, him and Lana are in a relationship. And as you guys know, if you saw the tell-all, they're not. They don't last. He hasn't talked to her in forever. And uh, so I wanted to end, it, end his story here with a meme that I think is hilarious. Posted by More Biggie, it says, the general reaction every time David Okay, yeah. Yeah, so you guys, we're having just a, a couple of technical issues. Let's move on to... I think we're gonna... Oh, Lindy, you back? You are. Okay. I'm here. Are you froze a little bit? Oh, did you hear what I said about that last part? Okay, so I was saying that um, I love this meme where it says the general reaction every time David tells this story about how he stalked an innocent Ukrainian girl across the entire Ukraine. And then the picture, it just says, that's so sad. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is sad. David yeah. is just, he's obsessed with Lana and he's delusional and he's just like has a story in his mind and he's sticking to it. I feel bad for the guy. I do too. And you know what? It's, I feel like when we've talked about this, you and I, uh, I feel like he's sticking so hard because he spent all that money. It's like an investment for him yeah. and he does, he wants to save face, you know? Yeah, not only does he want to save face for other people, but it's like, how do you justify spending 300K in your own mind, you know? Exactly. exactly. So you got to make yourself feel good somehow. Talk about Ashley. Yeah, you guys. So Ashley uh, went on to her, wrote a message to her fans on her Instagram story. And she revealed that she's going to be stepping away from her role as a reality TV professional or personality. Um, and she's going to enroll back in school to complete her degree. So, so this is what her post read. Hey, everyone. I just wanted to hop on and say I'm grateful for all the supporters that we have gained since airing on 90 Day Fiance. We truly appreciate each of you. I know I'm very active on Instagram and I will always try to keep you involved in our daily lives. I'm excited to announce June 1. I'm chasing my dreams since high school and returning to school full-time to make it happen. With this being said, I've made the decision to back away from social media to focus on my studies and family. I will still occasionally post updates, but not daily. I want to give you a heads up before going quiet on everyone. So there you have it, you guys. You're going to be seeing less of Ashley and probably less of Jay too, because I feel like they're like a duo. And um, will you guys miss her, like seeing her all the time? And let me just say this. I was a little confused because I know she just launched her lingerie, her lingerie line. So it's like, are you still going to be doing that? 
are you stepping away from that as well? Linda, what are your thoughts? I mean, congratulations to her for going back to school. And, you know, I'm all about the education, so good on her. But I, I mean, I agree with you. How are you promoting all these businesses that you were starting? Because wasn't she starting like a makeup line as well? And mm -hmm. uh, we know that there was a lingerie line. Um, and we know that she does a lot of paid promotions. Um, so I guess, you know, she got, she's tired of it or she, I don't know, but I wish her all the best. Yeah. I guess no fans only, or what is it? Only fans, fans only, only fans, only fans for her. <laughs> she's one of the only that has not jumped on that bandwagon. That's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. so uh, what's, up with, what's up with Big Ed? Guys, Big Ed. Okay, so Big Ed is in some serious debt. Uh, Starcasm reported that he has filed for bankruptcy as, and he owes more than $310,000 in debt. So I guess those stickers and all of that stuff uh, aren't quite covering the bills, I'll say. Um, so yeah, so there's that. And he went on Access Hollywood and did an interview. And in the interview, uh, one of the hosts said, hey, listen, in the beginning, there was a lot of hate for you. And then everyone kind of came around. There's a lot of love now. Um, but then it's back to hate. Like, what happened? And he goes into this whole story about how uh, you can't, like, have your face in the gutter and look at all the comments online. You just got to keep positive and all of that stuff. Uh, but what I thought was interesting was in the comment section, Michael from Michael and Juliana uh, posted, he's been trying to text with Juliana since their season started, dot, 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 not a good guy. Now you guys know that we reported a ton of stuff about big Ed and what he's been doing and all the allegations against him and for michael to write that is kind of in tune with everything that we've been talking about and i just got like creeped out what do you think ashley i would i saw that too and i was kind of wondering like wait a second michael what was he saying in those messages like i want the full tea and i'm not i'm not surprised but I just wanted to know like more <laughs> what was being said. We need receipts. We need screenshots. What was it? Hilarious. Yeah. I just think that the more and more that comes out about this guy, uh, it's kind of scary. It's kind of scary that, that he has all these allegedly has all these, uh, Yeah, so, yeah. All right, so let's move on to Tom, you guys. So Tom is apparently getting his karma. And um, I think a lot of people are kind of enjoying it. Mm -hmm. uh, Tom, say that again. No, I said, uh-huh. Oh, okay. So someone commented on his IG page and said, quote hope your new girl is the one so tom responded and said um that lasted three weeks so another fan said three weeks question mark the post where you put something like hashtag off the market was that her or you have someone else then uh someone else responded and said i think she's engaged to someone else um, speaking about Tom's girlfriend that we saw on the show, Linda, what was, do you remember her name? Shannon. Shannon. Yes. And so Tom said she posted pictures of rings while three guys, while with three guys, she wasn't engaged talking about Shannon. And then he said that the hashtag off the market post was not for Shannon. So I think everyone's kind of talking about how Tom got his, karma basically almost instantly because it's like him and Shannon only lasted a few weeks not only did they break up but she was basically playing him the way that he played Darcy and I mean, yeah karma's karma karma's karma it came yeah. around so if you ever doubt karma just refer back to this Tom situation <laughs> facts 
Um, let's talk about Varia. Yeah. So, uh, we know we talked a little bit about her earlier, but Varia posted something that I thought was really telling. Um, she writes, will you marry me or it's over? When I said not yet to Jeffrey's proposal, I didn't even suspect that the unvoiced ultimatum. Oh, I spit on ultimatums. The fact is that my world is not black and white. It has many colors and many decisions and solutions, even from a deadlock. You just need a desire to find them. And then she goes on to say, excuse me, guys. Um, Yes, we do not have much time to live in different countries for years to only occasionally see each other. Yes, distance works against us. But there's also a life experience that stops from impulsive and rash acts. I was married, which is, uh, hello, I was married, so was Jeffrey, and not once. Hello, spoiler alert. Um, How can I say yes and then change my mind? It's betrayal. I decided to be completely honest. And although due to some circumstances, we went, uh, we spent the last day of Jeffrey's Russian trip separately. I listened to my heart, not my mind and told him and rather wrote in the message. I love you for the very first time. Another spoiler uh, and sent this video. This was our song. The one that we just dedicated to each other, even before we met in person, the full story of what else was left behind the scenes and was not included because of editing. I will tell in my first YouTube video as soon as I get it ready to take off. Okay. So, so she's, she's doing a tell-all too. She's doing her own tell-all. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here for it. I am right. 1000% here for it. So she was married. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I can't right. wait to and, hear more about that. And, and she said not once so was she married multiple times prior so i i wasn't sure if that not once was referring to jeffrey's multiple marriages or to her yeah we don't know we'll find out in her tell-all special uh let's move on to Corey and evelyn so guys you know (laughs) we talked about uh in previous episodes here at 90 day fiance news weekly how evelyn has her only fans account and we talked about how uh, Corey was doing strip teases for $39. So Corey took to his stories to post how I guess he's getting a lot of feedback from fans about Evelyn being on OnlyFans. And he writes, thanks to those who have reached out to me about Evelyn's OnlyFans account. I 100% do not agree with it. For now, I'm not going to talk about it. That's all he said. But he's not here for it as any, you know, quote unquote, husband would feel, any spouse would feel that, husband or wife, any spouse. You know what I mean? If your partner is out there doing the most and getting paid for it, would you be okay with it, Ashley? No, but I think it's interesting that it's okay for him to do the strip teases, but he has a problem with Evelyn doing a strip tease. Like, why is it okay for you to do it and not her? If you're going to... Go ahead. But he did it in response to, because she had her, her OnlyFans account first. Oh, she had hers first. Uh-huh. And he just recently is, is not, he's not on OnlyFans. He's doing like a separate strip tease thing. Oh, okay. So he's trying to get even. Mm-hmm. And that's never, that's never a good thing. Listen, they just need to, he needs to separate from her. Like I've always said, um, I think that she's toxic. And it's time to move on. Yeah, I mean, I think that in his mind, they're still together. I think in her mind, they're not. They're just quarantining together. So, yeah. What do you guys think? Let us know in the comments. Uh, Last but not least, Happily Ever After has been dropping hints, TLC, on some of the couples that are going to be on this upcoming season, June 14th. Uh, Let's see... My personal fan favorite. Uh, let's play the video and then we will talk about some of the couples that are going to be on it. Okay. Oh. Me and Creep been through a lot. 
a lot of ways it brought us closer together. We decided to move back to America to start a new life there. So is this like comfortable for you, okay? Here? Yeah. Esse lugar é um nojo. So, what do you think? She's just not being receptive with anything that I'm showing her so far. Carini. Happily Ever After premieres Sunday, June 14th at 8 on Guys, Paul and Karini are back. I am so excited about that. Uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I think that they make good TV and Paul is hilariously awesome without even knowing that he's hilariously awesome. Uh, what do you think? Are you excited to have Paul and Karini back? I, you know I'm excited about Paul and Karini because Paul is my guy. I mm -hmm. like Paul. Paul makes for great TV. Um, I'm excited to see Sinjin, too. He's really funny, and I think he makes good TV, too. But I'm super excited to see what's going on with Paul. I'm sure we will get a lot of laughs out of him. Yeah, me too. <laughs> super duper. I'm so happy. Yay, Paul. Uh, we also, like you said, uh, we know that Tanya and Sinjin are going to be back. Uh, Colt and Larissa are going to be back. Mm -hmm. And we know that Kalani and Azuelu are going to be on it, as right. well as Elizabeth and Andre. So, guys, I think that a lot of the fan favorites are back on Happily Ever After. I think it's going to be a great season. We're going to see a lot of great stuff. And the juice, the juice is just going to spill off of the screen. Yeah. I'm excited to see George, too. That should be juicy. What's that, Marie? I was saying... Oh, I was saying that I'm excited to see George, too. Did they announce George going to be on Happily Ever? I, I'm showing that he's going to be on there. Oh, that's awesome. I actually didn't know that. You just spilled yeah. some tea to me. Yeah, George and Anfisa are going to be on. That's what they're saying. I don't know how that makes sense. Oh, actually, those are the past seasons. I'm misreading. Sorry about that, you guys. I was like, I how was did he do really it? really excited, too. I was like, how how did they do that from jail? Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's that's misinformation. Those were past seasons. Sorry about that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for joining us. Definitely make sure to like and subscribe, like and subscribe. And we can't wait to have you guys live soon. Um, I'm Linda Sogurley, all across social media. We'll see you next week. Ashley? Yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram at Ms. Ashley Marie. Till next week, guys. Bye for now. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.